the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A punch-drunk balloon head. No, that's not what Donald Trump said about one of the Democrat candidates for president. Uh, It's what Sally Jenkins, a sports columnist for the Washington Post, who, by the way, has been on this show a few times and I hope will be again. It's what she wrote about Ben Roethlisberger. Now, we're not going to spend a lot of time on Antonio Brown right now, but when I saw this paragraph, especially after we had a Washington Post columnist, Jerry Brewer, on here yesterday at this time, uh, ripping Brown, I felt I had to get it out there uh, before getting to other business here today because this is uh, this is pretty this is pretty damning stuff here, and this is uh, in the Washington Post, so it gets a lot of readers. Um, here's the paragraph from Sally Jenkins: Brown is 31 with only a couple of contracts left in him, and he was tired of dealing with a punch drunk balloon head quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger on a downward-trending team in Pittsburgh. When they shipped him to a sinkhole in Oakland, he got a load of the chaotic shamism and dumpster igniting that Coach John Gruden and General Manager Mike Mayock call leadership, and he decided he couldn't choke it down even for $30 million. I'm sorry. Uh, that's good writing, whether you agree with any of that or not. I mean, that's some... That's We'll talk about that maybe a little more in the second half, but... We'll also hear some world-class idiotic remarks from uh, Beto O'Rourke during that time, who for some reason is still being taken seriously by anybody outside of his immediate family. But uh, that that uh, paragraph, you know, calling uh, the Steelers a downward-trending team and Ben Roethlisberger a punch-drunk balloon head. That's a, I mean, what's a balloon head anyway? I don't know, but uh, it's not good. Punch-drunk I don't get. But anyway, uh, I just thought that was pretty uh, pretty nasty stuff there from sally jenkins uh we'll talk about that later but anyway um when we come back after the break we're going to get into some serious washington dc stuff like whatever happened to andrew mccabe remember him he got uh caught lying to investigators at least four times uh i'm gonna say apparently but it might be obviously and he was involved in some serious leak leaking during the clinton email investigation and the russia collusion witch hunt and the last time we heard of him, uh, uh, because they're CNN, CNN had hired McCabe to be an analyst. And they did that. Why? Well, because that's what they do. They could do some really interesting interviews with him, maybe from prison, you know, on Skype or something, if it works out right for him and he ends up in a cell. But is McCabe going to be indicted or is he going to skate like James Comey did? When we come back, we're going to talk to an investigative reporter who's been covering this fiasco from the beginning. Stick around. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas. Or pain. Or diarrhea. Sometimes all at once. Over and over. I spent years with the symptoms but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away. 
So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms. We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues. EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie. Obamacare, Trumpcare, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind. Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years. Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, a warrior is more than a team name. Here, at their fully accredited K-12 grade Christian school, just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, a warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. A warrior is challenged to learn as they develop a strong work ethic, achieve academic excellence, and cultivate a lifelong love of learning. And a warrior is trained to lead through Christian character and integrity so they can impact the world for Christ by their example wherever God calls them. So, are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School, a fully accredited K-12 grade Christian school just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. That's O-U-R-P-C-S dot org. Community Bank. City Mission. Number One Cochrane. Highmark Stadium. Peters Township Community Center. Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion. Nello Construction. The choice for business. See the projects. Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, the last we heard about former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, he had just gotten himself a nice new gig, a an analyst at CNN, which is interesting seeing as how uh, lots of people in Washington think that McCabe could be indicted any minute, but... Then there were a lot of people in D.C. who thought James Comey was going to be indicted, and he wasn't. He was just trashed by the inspector general who said he was a terrible role model for everybody in the FBI and an embarrassment to everybody else in the FBI. But uh, what about McCabe? Is he going to just be another big fish who gets away, or will he actually be charged with crimes? Tracy Beans is an investigative reporter with UncoveredDC.com. She's been covering this Spygate story from the beginning. She joins us now. Tracy, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. So, uh, is McCabe going to be indicted, or is he going to skate here? For all intents and purposes, it appears as though he will be indicted. Uh, We had his attorneys meeting with the U.S. attorneys in in the district uh, a couple weeks ago as kind of like a mea culpa to try and keep him out of trouble. But if you take what he's done and you put it up next to a Flynn or even a Comey, there's no question that he's broken the law. So if they don't indict him, we've got a serious problem at the DOJ. Well, yeah, if they don't indict him, there's a serious problem. But let's just for a minute talk about what happens if they don't. What is the serious problem and who's going to fix it? Well, the serious problem would be that there's an obvious dual tier justice system where you've got a Michael Flynn who's right now in the midst of a court battle um, who was you know, pled guilty to lying to investigators when he wasn't under oath. And the investigators themselves say he didn't lie. 
And then you've got a McCabe who lied to investigators four times, a few of them taped, um, and he was under oath. So that's going to have to be addressed very strongly if that ends up being the case. And there's always a possibility that they're looping this in with FISA abuse issues and they're kind of making a big package deal out of it. But there should be no reason why Andrew McCabe isn't brought up on charges for what he's done to Horowitz. And then, so if he is brought up on charges, um, how serious are they? And um, and we're talking about jail time here? Yeah, yeah. Um, it is a serious charge, lying to federal investigators. Um, and, you know, he actually, in addition to that, also lied to the Internal Inspection Division at the FBI, as well as he tried to pin these leaks that he did to the Wall Street Journal, which is the focus of that uh, of the charge on Lisa Page and the New York field office of the FBI rather than take responsibility. He only came clean when Lisa Page produced text messages that affirmed her side of the story. So he, he it was it was um, it was uh, selective leaking. Yeah, no way. I guess you could call it that. Uh, he, he was trying to make himself look better. Um, basically, the whole thing stemmed from the fact that there was someone um, saying that he was going to go easy on Clinton and the Clinton Foundation investigation, which was ongoing. And he was pushing back against that to kind of untaint his reputation and his conflict of interest issues. And so he leaked to the Wall Street Journal that he had pushed back on the on the uh, DOJ when they asked for him to, to run easy on Clinton. That That's actually what was leaked to the Wall Street Journal, and that's what he's in trouble over. And, and that sounds kind of, a contri- uh, kind of contrived there. It's complicated, yeah. um, but, they, you know, I think that they, the thing that people, for, you know, kind of gloss over here is that there was an open investigation into the Clinton Foundation, as well as Hillary Clinton's email while she was running for president. Um, that's not talked about very often. Yeah, and, and uh, there seems to be uh, coming out now, at least trickling out anyway, over the last uh, several weeks or few months or whatever, uh, that there's more and more. Uh, evidence that uh, there was plenty of things to uh, go after Hillary Clinton about, but the FBI wasn't interested in doing it, or the Justice Department, or President Obama, or all of the above. You know, it's funny, because President Obama is not a fan of Hillary Clinton. These weren't best buddies, but the problem comes in when, you know, you've got leverage over someone else. That's what it's all about um, in the swamp. And Barack Obama emailed Hillary Clinton on her personal email server as president of the United States. So if Hillary Clinton were to go down for that, then who goes down with her? Oh, yeah. She's going to sing. Exactly. So there's your motive for, you know, keeping this this sort of the way it was run politically and not correctly. And, you know, a lot of people are also accusing Michael Horowitz of not doing enough in terms of his investigations. But everyone needs to realize as well that he doesn't have prosecutorial power. So he referred... Andrew McCabe over for criminal prosecution. He referred Comey over for criminal prosecution. He referred, um, you know, this, this is what he does. He refers to the DOJ, and then the DOJ is responsible for making the decision whether or not to prosecute. Well, in the case of Comey, they... Go ahead. Sorry. In the case of Comey, they decided not to because the case was very weak. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case of McCabe, there's been a grand jury in panels for over a year. And um, Comey did a victory lap... Uh, not uh, which I think was kind of embarrassing to him, although he didn't he wasn't embarrassed, but he should have been. Um, but there are still people out there who think that he's not free and clear yet. No, absolutely not. Um, he may be free and clear of this, you know, passing these memos along in the the crafty way he did it. Not a stupid man, James Comey. Um, but he is definitely going to be culpable in this FISA abuse investigation. And that's the crux of the entire soft coup attempt at, you know, in the 2016 election. It's the weaponization of the intelligence community. It's everything that you could possibly ever, uh, you know, have a nightmare about going wrong inside of our intelligence apparatus, going wrong and, and with malice and intent. So there's big things on the horizon for sure. Well, uh, Comey is either uh, extremely arrogant or he's a really good actor or both because he doesn't seem like a guy who's worried about um, not, not only his reputation being soiled, but possibly being charged with a crime. He just doesn't. He's not showing any signs of of, of, a, of a, a guy waiting for the shoe to drop on him. 
what you see often is that they get very loud about other things and very outspoken about how the administration is handling things when they're in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. And you can usually gauge their Twitter presence by what what you know what bad news is coming down the pike for them in the coming days and weeks because everyone's got this FISA report right now. Um, it, it's out for review. People's attorneys are looking at it and all of that. Um, so you're you're getting these weird leaks coming out in the media and and planted stories and you know supposed CIA assets that are <laughs> that that are being exposed by Donald Trump when in actuality it's the opposite. So you know you see the fluster. Um, and you just got to be able to read it that way. We're talking to Tracy Bean. She's an investigative reporter with uh, Undercover, I'm sorry, UncoverDC.com. Where else can people find your stories, Tracy? Uh, you can find uh, me on Twitter at Tracy Beans with a Z at the end, or you can find Uncover DC on Twitter as well, Uncover DC. That's a B-E-A-N-Z, Tracy Beans uh, uh, on Twitter. Um, so... Um, you talked about McCabe and what, what appears to be uh, pretty solid evidence, but uh, how solid is it? Uh, I mean, it, it sure sounds like a slam dunk, but they've been investigating it for a year. Yeah, because I think that there's more that came up as they started digging into this. And I think that is what prolonged things. And I also think, you know, if McCabe's going to, this is just pure, pure, you know, speculation on my part. But if McCabe's going to sing in other areas. They may have been holding off on charging him with this to see what they could do in lieu of charging him, applying to investigators, if they could wrap something up in a little bit of a deal for him. So if he provided information elsewhere, it could be beneficial. So that's likely why you saw it as a lay. We're going to see, I think, within the coming weeks, all of this start to really take effect. His attorneys were uh, talking to prosecutors. And people take that as a sign that he is about to be indicted, that they the reason that they were speaking was his attorneys were trying to talk the prosecutors out of um, uh, indicting him. Correct. Yes. Like a Hail Mary attempt. Yes. So uh, that ain't going to work. It doesn't appear so. It doesn't appear so. And it's interesting because Peter Strzok, you know, um, Andrew McCabe filed a civil suit against the Department of Justice for wrongful termination. And then Peter Strzok followed suit. Mm-hmm. And. It's interesting because Peter Strzok named Jesse Liu last week, the U.S. attorney from the District of Columbia, on his lawsuit. And I found that super interesting because, it, it, to me, it almost feels like he's trying to loop her in so that if anything does come down the pipe for him, it's looked at as retaliation. So they, these are political moves that, that, you know, could mean something, may not, but they're all interesting in the grand scheme. Yeah, and he's so he he obviously doesn't think he should go to jail because uh, he obviously he doesn't even think he should have been fired because he's suing the FBI and the Justice Department. That's who he's suing, right? Yes, because these folks all thought that they knew better than the American people what should happen with the presidential election, what should happen within the FBI. Um, it's almost like running around like it's the own branch of government, which it is not. And accountability has to happen in order for anybody in this country to have any sort of um, confidence that we've got a, a, a working and functioning justice system in this country. Interesting, too, isn't it, that CNN would hire this guy? I mean, his, he's being charged or maybe about to be charged with uh, leaking to the media. And uh, there he is working with the media. As I said in my introduction to you, I they could do some really interesting uh, interviews with him sitting in a prison cell uh, for his, <laughs> to get his an, an, an analysis from a prison cell on all this. Again, look at it from the outside, like from the inside. You know, now it could be the Trump administration's DOJ is targeting journalists. It could be, you know, there's any number of reasons why CNN decided to bring him on board when they did. Does he get protections because now he's considered a member of the press? You know, is anything that he's talking about now protected? There's so many things that could be going on with that hiring. And uh, I guess there's some developments today with General Flynn. Uh, his, his uh, I just saw the headline a few minutes before I went on the air here that um, that his uh, attorneys are trying to get them to dismiss the case. Yes, yes, they're trying to get them to dismiss the charges. And, and you know, this case has been a, a kind of a mockery. Um, since the beginning, it's a horrible shame what they've done to, to General Flynn. You've got FBI agents interviewing him while McCabe says, hey, don't worry, this is just an informal talk. And then he talks to the FBI agents. The FBI says, hey, we think he's being honest. And then they charge him with lying to investigators. He pleads guilty to try to avoid the horrible 
show that'll ensue if he decides to go to trial. And now we're learning all of this exculpatory evidence was withheld from General Flynn so that he would be able to make a good decision about whether or not he should move forward with a plea deal. So given the, the base of the case is so corrupt, uh, Sidney Powell is hoping that the judge will toss this case altogether. So um, what what was it about McCabe that uh, that um, what did he do to them that he became a target? Was it just because they found him to be an easy, easy target and they thought they could get um, away with it? When you say they, who do you mean? Well, I mean, uh, well, um, the the he's 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 been he's been uh, charged with a crime and he's defending himself. Whoever it was who decided it was he was a good target, why him? I think that the reason why McCabe is kind of the first one, I think, in a long line to take the fall is because there was so much malfeasance under this under this FBI, and what he did is so blatantly, obviously criminal that to not charge him with it, like we talked about earlier, would be such an affront to any system of justice in this country. Like he lied to the Inspector General of the of, of the DO, you know the DOJ. Oh, I'm sorry, Tracy. Tra- Tracy, being- I think I might have said McCabe. I meant Flynn. What was it about oh, Flynn oh, oh. That, that that they decided that he was a good target? Well, it was it was getting scalps in the beginning of the special counsel, trying to taint the public image of the Trump team, trying to you know keep the um, keep the narrative going about Trump Russia, and also the Obama administration had a huge axe to grind with General Flynn. He did not want to go along with the plan when it came to Iran, and he was you know very vocal about that and trying to change policy. So there was a lot going back and forth there where they would target a Michael Flynn um, right off the bat. And is, is, is there evidence that McCabe was doing his best to make sure no investigation of the Clinton Foundation took place before the 2016 election? That's, that's a big part of it, isn't it? Well, what's interesting is there was an investigation ongoing into the Clinton Foundation. Um, whether or not it was being run correctly is a different story. You know, if you look at the, the mid-year exam, which is the Clinton email investigation, you put it up next to the Clinton Foundation probe, it would be kind of hard to imagine they do the foundation correctly and the, and the, the mid-year exam incorrect, uh, incorrectly. So I think they were political. They had to be started because of the obvious issues. Um, and they were going to probably hold them out till after the election. And then when she won, as was assumed, just clear her of everything silently and never announce them publicly. Yeah, this was all based on the fact that there was no way Hillary could lose, right? They didn't see any never. way she was going to lose. Nope, never in a million years, you know, 100 to 1. And, and they don't do this, though, and because they it would n- nobody would, would, in their right mind, would do some of the things they're accused of doing if they didn't think that there was no chance of trump winning absolutely absolutely so so what are the chances that the trump administration is doing whatever it can to um you know make sure that if mccabe is indicted it happens as close to november 2020 as possible because this seems to be uh just really dragging along i mean here we're 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 going to be three years into his term already yeah, you can't rush stuff like this, though, if you want to do it right. I mean, the charges against Michael Avenatti took three years to investigate, and that was financial crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so these investigations take a really long time to do them right and get a solid case. And, I, I, you know, I think that if you wait too long, you're accused of being political and trying to sway an election with political indictments. And so there's a sweet spot here somewhere coming up real soon where this needs to start getting going before there's all kinds of accusations flying about political motivation behind arrest. So the timing's important here. They can't make it uh, too close to the November elections, next, next November. No, and, and you know, that's, it's funny because that's the reason why Mueller said that he kind of, like, held on to the, the investigation as long as he did. Like, they knew before the 2018 midterms that there was nothing going on with Trump-Russia, but what did they do? They waited until March to let anyone know because of the political uh, aspirations behind it, so... Well, Tracy, I'm out of time. Tracy Beans, uh, investigative reporter with UncoveredDC.com. Check out her stuff. Hope to have you on again as this uh, story develops, Tracy. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Have a good night. Okay, you too. And that is uh, Tracy Beans. Uh, Again, that's UncoveredDC.com. You can find her on Twitter at Tracy Beans. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about a uh, a balloon head, a a punch-drunk balloon head. Uh, Just a little bit, but we have other stuff, too. Speaking of balloon heads, whatever that is, Beto O'Rourke, too, uh, he's done it again. We'll do that when we come back. Stay there.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Top cabinet officials have reacted to President Trump's firing of National Security Advisor John Bolton. Shortly after word of Bolton's dismissal, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said the president is entitled to the staff that he wants. He should have people that he trusts and values and whose uh, efforts and judgments benefit him in delivering American foreign policy. Pompeo acknowledged that he and Bolton often disagreed, but said that's normal in foreign policy discussions. At the same briefing, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin said President Trump and Bolton had a very different view of the Iraq war. Greg Clugston, the White House. A large explosion has rocked Afghanistan's capital near the U.S. Embassy in the early hours of the anniversary of the 9-11 attack on the United States. A plume of smoke rose early Wednesday over Kabul, an embassy employee reached by phone confirmed the blast but had no details. On Wall Street, that up by 73 points. This is SRN News. You know, I'm not a genius about money. I love my credit cards, and they love me. I was using them as a source of income, and then I got behind in my payments, and creditors were calling. I figured I had a problem, and I didn't know how to deal with it. I heard about Trinity, so I called and talked to a counselor. In half an hour, we worked out a plan. Now I've got one easy monthly payment, a lower interest rate, and I'm getting out of debt. If you're in an endless cycle of paying on credit card balances that never seem to go away, then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity will consolidate your accounts, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Call 1-800-990-6976. Hugh Hewitt explains how Twitter is exposing journalists. In Twitter, it's the mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the most objective of them all? And journalists go on there and they reveal they're not objective at all, that they're biased. And, they're, they, you know, they work for years to develop this screen of anonymity. And then they go on Twitter and they blow it by telling people they're just biased, usually left-wing hacks. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250. The Answer. Community Bank, City Mission, Number One Cochrane, Highmark Stadium, Peters Township Community Center, Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction, design and build with one company. Nello Construction, full service construction from the ground up. Renovation, expansion, Nello Construction, the choice for business. See the projects, begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. Pennsylvania collected the highest total impact fees ever in 2018, fueled in part by a court ruling, but paced largely by increased demand for shale gas. However, 2019 could be a different story because of national forecasts of reduced drilling, following prices and the Wolf Administration's continuing efforts to impose a severance tax on top of the state's existing impact fee. Learn more about this topic and others at AlleghenyInstitute.org, where conventional thinking has been challenged since 1995. If you're worried about market volatility or the possibility of losing money in the next market crash, the time to act is now. Effective financial management involves identifying opportunities. And with a 10-year bull market run, markets around all-time highs, and a highly contested election cycle right around the corner, we have an opportunity now to protect what's important. Don't risk losing a significant portion of your life savings in the next market downturn. Call Hunt & Associates today, 844-366-HUNT. That's 844-366-4868 has done it again. With our brand new lifestyle series, Pella can customize window replacement solutions room by room. Imagine bedroom and bathroom windows with shades between the glass, a room darkening experience for sleep in one room, and beautiful privacy in the other. Pella Lifestyle Series is the number one performing wood window and patio door. Right now, get 50% off installation or 18 months, no payments, no interest. Call 888-77-PELLA. PellaPittsburgh.com in traffic, we've got the answer. Parkway East seeing plenty of delays heading outbound Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, inbound heavy on your way to the tunnel and 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Outbound Parkway West stacking up Banksville Road to Carnegie and inbound Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Parkway North slows down outbound as you approach 79. 79 looks like it's moving pretty well at this point. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Mainly clear skies tonight. It will be a warm and humid night, heading down to a low of 67. For tomorrow, very warm and humid, a mix of sun and clouds, and a shower or thunderstorm will be around in the afternoon and again at night. A high tomorrow afternoon of 88, with a low tomorrow night of 69. For Thursday, clouds and some occasional sun. It will also be humid with a shower or thunderstorm around again and a high of 81. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Jake Soja. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, welcome back. Uh, we um, we will have uh, more on the um, <laughs> the uh, punch drunk balloon head in a few minutes. Uh, I, I have to. I guess we have to talk about that. Also, I don't have a guest this half hour, so uh, we don't take a lot of phone calls here. But this is your chance. Eight four four three zero two twelve fifty. Uh, if you want to get in um, on some of the stuff we're talking about here, uh, including the um, the punch drunk balloon head, if you want, uh, that's just. I mean, what? I guess I'm already talking about it, but I mean, what? What? What is? What about Ben Roethlisberger makes him punch drunk in a balloon head? I, I understand if you don't like him as a quarterback, but I, I don't know how well does she know him, or what has she seen about him that she believes he's a punch drunk balloon head? Anyway, speaking of uh, balloon heads, whatever that is. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, you remember when uh, Beto first came on the scene, he got this great um, introduction to the world by uh, Vanity Fair magazine. I mean, he was on the cover, and the magazine piece, uh, which I didn't read more than two sentences of, but it was obvious that it it just slobbered all over him. Uh, What a wonderful uh, uh, candidate he was and how he was the new Barack Obama for the Democrats. He had such charisma, and he was so bold and young and exciting and different and blah, blah, blah. Uh, He's been around now for, I don't know when that was, when that uh, Vanity Fair piece came out. Several months ago, uh, maybe a year ago. But he uh, was, and then all the talking heads on CNN and MSNBC were tripping all over themselves to say how wonderful he was. And uh, they just just love him. And he's been around for all this time now. And he's I have about the same percent percentage of uh, people interested in having me be president as he does in the polls. He might have a few hundred people more than I do around the country. But, you know, I'm not I'm not out there campaigning. He is. He, he's out there spending lots of money and um, he's out there uh, just. He's doing what candidates do, giving speeches and traveling all over the place. And the more he talks, the less people like him. And so here's a, uh, the latest example of what Beto, Beto, Robert O'Rourke is uh, going to do if he becomes your president. Here's a tough thing to talk about, though we must. Rich people are going to have to allow uh, or be forced to allow lower income people to live near them which is what we fail to do in this country right now. We, we force lower-income working Americans to drive one, two, three hours in either direction to get to their jobs, very often minimum-wage jobs, so they're working two or three of them right now. What if, as we propose to do, we invested in housing that was closer to where you work, very often mixed-income housing, meaning the very wealthiest are living next to those who are not the very wealthiest in this country, to make sure that they can both afford to go to the same public schools, that we really have that as a place where in this divided country right now you can come together without regard to your income or your race or your ethnicity or any other difference that should not matter right now. What if we invested, as we propose to do, in high-speed rail and in transit in all of our cities to make sure that if you do not have a car or do not want to use a car, you will not need to have one or you will not be penalized for not having one right now. So, so having cities that are smarter, that are denser, um, that have people living closer to where they work and where their families are to reduce our impact on climate change and greenhouse gas emissions, but also just to improve the quality of life um, you know, in, in these built environments, that's an extraordinary opportunity. And in our plan to climate change, we make those investments. Thank you for asking. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for uh, for all that, Beto. Um, he's always uh, only half as nauseating when you don't have to look at him with the hand gestures. But still, um, <laughs> first of all, the, the, he says he wants to have the um, income not have anything to do with where you where a kid can go to school. That's a good idea. 
uh, Republicans, the smart ones, conservatives, have been pushing school choice for a long time, which uh, eliminates geography and zip code as a determinant in where you send your kids to school. Uh, if you want to have it be public schools and be financed by the government, you get a voucher. And if you want to use that voucher to go to a private school because you don't like the public school, you can. Or if you want to uh, go to school in a place where you don't live, then that's okay. And the theory, of course, being that once these vouchers become available, there becomes competition for schools because uh, smaller private schools would pop up and not the ones, you know, like Shadyside Academy and Swickley Academy where you got to pay $25,000 a year to go there. It might be seven or $8,000 a year to go there. Uh, and, you know, what are they spending now per student in the city schools? 18000 something like that? So, so that's one thing. Uh, he, he's talking about basically... Uh, what school choice is supposed to be about, and the Democrats have been against that forever, and I'm sure he has been, and he's been a congressman, and wherever he's been in government, I'm sure he's done whatever he can to prevent school choice from happening. But here's the other thing. He says he wants to force people to allow to have um, a poor people or poorer people, people of lower income, live in their neighborhood. So what do you do? Do you go out to Fox Chapel where they have the million-dollar houses and, you know, they're sitting on one-acre, two-acre lots? You're going to Sewickley Heights where, you know, if you fly over them in, a, uh, in, a, in an airplane, you look down and you see what looks like castles surrounded by moats. they got gigantic swimming pools and forests. Uh, they own that land. So is, is Beto, Beto, uh, Robert, is he, is he suggesting that, the government comes out and knocks on the doors of uh, knocks on the door of somebody who lives in Swickley Heights and who, however they managed it, assuming they did it legally, they compiled uh, uh, enough money to um, build a really big, nice house on a really nice piece of property. What do you do? Say we're confiscating a couple of acres over here, or just a half acre. We're gonna we're gonna build a a, a really cheap house, or maybe we'll have. I don't know. Maybe we can leave it just be an empty lot, and we're going to park trailers on it. We'll have we'll have you know we'll have a few house trailers parked there. You won't mind. It's your property, and that's that's too bad if you don't like it because we're the government, and we're going to force you to have uh, people of lower income living in your neighborhood. What kind of person who thinks he's going to be president of the United States thinks that when he gets to that position? that he's going to have or want to have the power to force people to, I don't know what, abandon their private property, uh, sell their uh, uh, sell their our property. If not sell it, then have it be confiscated by Beto O'Rourke or whoever works for him in the government. It's just insanity. And he said that people are forced to drive a long way for a minimum wage job. I'm sorry. If you are driving two hours... To go work at a minimum wage job, you're an idiot. And whatever happens to you, you deserve. Because there, I, you can drive down any street anywhere in western Pennsylvania and, and see a sign that says, now hiring at places that pay minimum wage jobs or pay minimum wage or higher. And so what Beto said was that there are people driving one, two, and three hours to minimum wage jobs. Now, Buffalo, New York is three hours from Pittsburgh. So is what Beto is is Beto uh, letting us know that there are people out there who live in Pittsburgh and would drive the Buffalo to work at McDonald's? Is that what he's saying for seven fifty an hour? Who does that? And, and you know, I hear this in my I, I I just can't believe there's anybody that stupid who's being taken seriously for any elected uh, position. And but there are people out there nodding in agreement. Believe me. And there are Democrats out there. There are still some people who think, you know, he's going to make a wonderful candidate. Maybe he's going to be the VP candidate. I don't know. But he says something like that. And people, instead of saying, whoa, whoa, better, what do you mean? Who, uh, who do you know is driving three hours, three hours to work in a minimum wage job? One hour. There's no, re- there's no need to drive an hour to work in a minimum wage job. If you can't find him, 
if you can't find a minimum wage job within 15 minutes of your where you live, 20 minutes of where you live, you you're hopeless. You have no chance. Just go on welfare and forget it. Just forget forget about getting a job. You're this just just forget it. Get somebody to support you. Uh, go live with your parents. But you're not. Just come on. But this is he just gave a speech to people. I don't know how many people were there or where he was. But there were people in the audience going, yeah, they applauded. Yeah, Beto. Ah, yeah, that's it. Is it Beto or Beto? I don't know. He's Robert O'Rourke. But anyway, that's so that's Beto uh, today. Now, then you have um, this. You remember um, Billy Bush? Does that name uh, ring a bell? He's the guy who was on the bus with Donald Trump. Uh, on that video where Donald uh, and the Hollywood Access video where Donald Trump made his comments about how he dealt with women and everybody thought that was the end of his presidential campaign. I, I actually did. I thought when I saw that, I said, oh, he's done. He should just hang it up and, and just have make Mike Pence the candidate and forget it. It's over. I was couldn't have been more wrong, obviously, but I, I actually thought that was a killer. Well, Billy Bush was on CBS this morning this morning. And it's the first, I don't know if it's the first time he's been on TV, but it's the first time in a while that he showed up on TV. And uh, there's been some uh, speculation or some um, questions about how that tape just happened to show up that close to the election when it was a, it was a pretty old video, I think. It had been around for a while. It just happened to show up, and the Washington Post got a hold of it from NBC, and it was somehow, how did NBC deliver? Anyway, here's Billy Bush talking about that this morning. I was not prepared for what happened, because it happened like so often things do these days, like that. Took the car to the airport, got on the plane, and boom. The boom was you, you, you got the news that this tape had been released. Yeah. And you knew there was a tape. Everybody did. Uh-huh. I didn't. Oh, well, everybody everybody at, at <laughs> but, but, the okay. network. Yeah. yeah, okay. But sure. the public didn't know. Everybody knew about the tape you're yeah. saying. And I was comfortable that, the, you know, that it wasn't going to be weaponized. Mm-hmm. Is that how you feel it was, weaponized? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I got taken out, but I wasn't the target. Yeah. So when it comes out, do you, how did you think it was going to end after the tape is released? Do you think I'll get through this? Well, I was told um, that you're, you're good. You're, you're, well, don't worry about it. It's not you. You didn't say anything. Remember, it was it was leaked on a Friday. And then Sunday morning, I walked out that door right over there with my bags to go back to work. And uh, the driver said, I'm sorry, um, they've canceled the car. I said, oh, that must be a mistake. And I found, called my lawyer and said, uh, we okay? And he said, nope. So let's go back to 2005, about who you were in 2005 and who he was in 2005. It was my first year as the co-host of the show. You know, you want people to like you and you're Mm -hmm. a little eager. Mm -hmm. Um, I became a very different guy. So the guy that got fired, no question, was a very different guy. In 2005, did you feel you had to go along to get along? Why didn't you feel you could challenge him and say, you know, oh. that's not cool? Why didn't you feel that Well, at that Trump's time? the kind of guy who would say, you know, forget Billy Bush. And, and then I might have gotten, hey, why did you lose Trump? He's the biggest guest we have. I mean, it was, there was always a little bit of, you're a little anxious around him because you just wanted to end well and get out. Yeah. You were sort of at the forefront of Me Too before it really started off. If I want to like extract like a, a good thing mm-hmm. from the moment, I think it was a tipping point. It was a very hot emotional time. And maybe that was helped trigger it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Very good. Do you feel you're starting over? Not starting over in the sense I have a, I think I picked up some missing elements in the last few years, like uh, a deeper empathy, um, patience. I think people that I'm working with now would say, boy, he's, he's, Good to work with, because when things go, I don't freak out if something's not right. I say, don't worry about it. It'll get better. Well, and if you remember uh, what a big deal was made of that, and um, it was locker room talk, and I don't think it, I don't think it cost uh, Donald Trump any votes. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe some women were turned off by it, but uh, most guys who saw it, normal guys anyway, uh, normal guys over the age of, I don't know, 16, um, have been in locker room situations or talking about women around other men and you say stupid things and you exaggerate to get a laugh 
and you say things that you don't really believe because you think it's funny to hear somebody say something that you don't believe or something that you would never really do. And everybody, every other guy knows that you're saying it just for a laugh, and everybody laughs. And then it shows up on a tape like this, and it shows up on CNN, and the people who were looking to weaponize it and looking to knock out Donald Trump, they decided that they were going to take it 100% literally, which was not only dishonest, but unbelievably stupid. And uh, it may have actually backfired a little bit because, um, I don't know, because it was so obvious that it was just something that the guy said, how, how many years ago? It was like 11 years before he had said it, and he was fooling around, and it was in a, uh, uh, he didn't think he was anybody was going to ever hear it except for Billy Bush, which means it was a private conversation. So um, finally, Billy Bush is coming out now and saying it was it was weaponized against Trump and everybody knew he meant everybody at NBC knew it. So I'm glad it came out, but it was unbelievably stupid from the beginning. And um, so I and the thing about it now is we've heard so much about Donald Trump and including this video. There's nothing else they can say about him along those lines that's going to affect him one bit. He's not going to lose any votes from the people who already like him and like what he's done as president because of any other tape like this that shows up. He's he's become immunized now because there's really nothing worse when I'm and I'm, ta- I'm not talking about doing anything illegal, but anything like this where he's looks uh, I don't know like a sexist or whatever, however they want to portray him um, because of something he said to somebody 15 years ago in a private situation. It's just there's nothing they can't they can't get him on these anymore. They've done it. They've tried it. And he's president and they're not. We'll be back. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA, there are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. I owed more than $35,000 in taxes. Oxford Tax Partners negotiated my debt with the IRS, and I only had to pay $2,000. They helped renew my peace of mind. If you also have a debt over $10,000 with the IRS or you haven't filed taxes two years or more, call Oxford Tax Partners now for a free consultation, 888-512-5281. Taxes are a fact of life. Fortunately, Oxford Tax Partners has made your taxes their business. Let Oxford Tax Partners experts help you negotiate your debt with the IRS. And once and for all, take that burden off your shoulders. 888-512-5281. Oxford Tax Partners understands many clients are on strict budgets, so they do their best to provide manageable payment plans for every client. Call today, and in addition to your free consultation, get $600 off your case. 888-512-5281. With Oxford Tax Partners, say goodbye to tax worries and hello to greater financial freedom. 888-512-5281. 888-512-5281. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRSPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will 
will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Stagerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. You started your business with nothing but a great big idea. They told you it couldn't be done, but that just made you work harder to prove them wrong. Now look at you, ready to take on the world. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South gets where you're coming from. When they said they wanted to create great big graphics for great big ideas like yours in less time than anyone else, they were told it couldn't be done. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South just smiled and said, oh yeah, watch us. When you need a large format printing partner who can provide high quality visual graphics in stunning detail, from trade show displays to outdoor signs, 3M brand vehicle wrap for your fleet, to window graphics, banners, and decals. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South can handle most jobs in two days or less and can roll with last-minute change-ups without breaking a sweat. Who says it can't be done? For a free quote, visit speedpropghsouth.com. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Well, I won't have time to get to Ms. Monopoly, the uh, new game released by Monopoly that will give women $240 for passing go and men only 200 you know, to make up for the, the, the fact that women have been underpaid for so long. Um, Speaking of toxic masculinity, anyway, what that well, maybe we'll get to that tomorrow. I wanted to make sure that you heard this in case you weren't here in the early part of the show. Uh, I just this uh, this column by Sally Jenkins, who um, the the headline for which is "Don't blame Antonio Brown for putting himself first. No one else was going to." She's a columnist for the Washington Post. Has been on the show a few times. Here's the uh, the money paragraph. Brown is 31 with only a couple of contracts left in him, and he was tired of dealing with a punch-drunk balloon head of a quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger on a downward-trending team in Pittsburgh. When they shipped him to a sinkhole in Oakland, he got a load of the chaotic shamism and dumpster igniting that Coach John Gruden and General Manager Mike Mayock call leadership, and he decided he couldn't choke it down even for $30 million. That's just, uh, I mean, that speaks for itself. That's a That's just a heck of a paragraph there. Um, but she goes on to say that she predicts Brown will be just fine with the Patriots. Uh, that uh, that idea that it's a team made up of automatons is silly. And and then she says the narrative that Brown is too much the diva and lacks the self control of a Patriot is nonsense. Brown is all about self control. It's just not the brand that certain NFL Martinets seek. She's not a big fan of the NFL. But I, some of that I agree with, but that's, that's it. Balloonhead. Tomorrow, see ya. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.